The following podcast is set in a time long ago and a galaxy far away, but none of us still want to cause you any harm mentally, physically, or emotionally. We are a group of people playing a Star Wars 5e campaign and there is a chance that we may offend you unintentionally. There may be scenes of violence, sexual nature, or comedy that could offend. Just know that you have been warned, you are listening to this podcast at your own risk. We are just a group of blind or visually impaired tabletop role-playing gamers that enjoy Star Wars. In a time longer ago than what we can remember. In a galaxy that we have never heard of. It is a time, it is a galaxy, it is a place that we find these adventurers in. A Jedi that is not fully sold on the teachings of the Order and one Jedi that is fully committed. A travel-weary Ewok bounty hunter that has a love for some drink. A drunk droid known as Johnny Six and a Wookiee who is more than just addicted to spice join together in an adventure that will tell tales, land them in peril, and allow them to find out who they truly are in the end. Join us each week as we follow this motley crew in the adventure of their lifetime. Music provided by www.tabletopaudio.com A Star Wars 5e podcast brought to you by www.knightsofthebraille.com For more information, be sure to check us out. Uh, hello, everybody. This is uh, the seventh session for the Star Wars 5e, if my counting is correct. And keep in mind, I am from the South, so that is not a guarantee there. Um, we're gathered here with the Lost Minds of, or Lost Mind of Kessel. And this is our group, so we're going to go around the table and introduce ourselves before we get to the recap. So let's start with um, Lobo. Hello, everyone. I play Kane Highwind and a Chani Sentinel with the alignment of Lawful Good, leaning towards the light side here, trying to keep my uh, companions in check and do what's right, you know? And for some, for some strange reason, I, I, see, uh, I see Kane like waving his hand. <laughs> Keep the <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, Moodoo. So I'm playing an Ewok bounty hunter, uh, plucky little guy with a gigantic um, a rifle. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's just trying to make a living in this crazy galaxy and uh, I'm trying to deal with everything that's in, uh, uh, been going on with uh, these uh, frequently arguing Jedi friends and uh all these crazy pirates um and uh is trying to find new and better ways to communicate with the rest of the party um such that most recently the um the the translation box uh he's using has given him a a southern accent we'll see how that goes for this session and zane uh zane boulder here you're Human with green skin and the tinted purple eyes. Uh, walking that fine line of true balance and uh, just trying to live a little. Show people it's okay to have a life. Hint, hint, Boy Scout. <laughs> and and again, a strange uh, visual there in my head is uh, Zane like leaning against the wall with his arms crossed, like I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. You know, <laughs> if anybody's ever seen the old Marlboro man uh, leaning against the wall with his foot on the wall and the hat turned down and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> yep. 
Uh, uh, I'm Richard. I am your Jedi Master for this group. I also control all of the NPCs, the bad guys, and a spiced out Wookiee uh, named uh, Gurker that um, is extremely addicted to spice. And I don't really know that he has a goal in his life other than the next snort, hit, smoke, injection, or maybe one day to do all of the above and really uh, ride the storm and the wave. Uh, but we're going to uh, get into the recap here, and Zane, how about the recap? Alright, last time, Star Wars 5 our band of pirates went through a... I mean, not our band of pirates, okay. <laughs> we're trying to pirates. <laughs> uh, our band of misfits and the boys went through a band of parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we went through a door. Wrong door turned out to be a trash compactor. A ladder uh, that took us into the poop chute, where most of us were crawling or crab walking. Through came through, went through some panels. Uh, one was locked, so Kane used his saber to cut through. We went through, saw someone subdued him. Uh, Kane knocked him out because he couldn't get any answers from him. Uh, we used some supplies to clean as much gunk off of us as we could. Uh, Kane used his saber to lock some people in after Moodoo did his sniff test to see there were more grunts. Uh, we came to a door an al- in an alcove area where Moodoo smelled blood and the scent of someone besides the grunts. And our new companion, Peter, said that there's a new uh, someone else that was captive uh, that he just remembered. Sil Odar, his name was. Mm-hmm. And where we left off, uh, Zane did a little force magic to disguise himself as one of the grunts. And Mudu hacked the door where Zane and Peter were going to go in while the others waited from each side for the signal. That's where we left off. <clears throat> Uh, only one correction there, Ken, and I hate to do it to you, but that is not gunk that you cleaned off. That is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know what I mean. <laughs> very, uh, very good recap. Um, in, in the South, we call that uh, fertilizer, so uh, very good recap. I do appreciate it. And we will get into the session now. You all find yourselves uh, at, in this alcove um, with Zane and Peter up front. Um, Peter being a uh, somewhat disguised uh, ruffian bandit and Zane having uh, disguised himself to be the same. Um, the other two of you um, are on the outside of the door, um, basically being hidden right now. Uh, the only two that are visible are both um, Zane and Peter as they stand there in the doorway. Uh, inside you see three ruffians around a table playing a game of sabacc. And you also see a female uh, leaning against the wall uh, with a blaster at her hip as she looks towards the door where um, it has now opened. From this vantage point, um, Zane and Peter can both see a bluish force field with a what appears to be a human inside of it. Um, from what you can see, he does look bloody, battered, beaten. 
Uh, he has no room to lay down uh, in the force field uh, cell, basically. Um, it is roughly three by five, so any way that he could possibly lay um, some part of his body would touch it. And as you watch him, you see him lean forward from utter exhaustion, touch the field, and it brightens, and you hear a loud crackling or sizzling, and you can smell the scent of flesh burning as he jerks back up to a standing position, and the four of the three people who are playing the game of Sabat laugh and chuckle as they look over at him and then back to uh, their game that they are playing. Uh, and as you stand there, the female who is leaning against the wall looks over and says, What are you doing here? Hmm, I'll put those skills to test. Alright. <clears throat> what are we doing here? We're here to take that over to the one in the field. Up for questioning at the command center. Orders from on high. Orders from whom? Orders from whom? Well, definitely not Clee, if that's what But the one who shall not be named. From the unnamed one? Exactly. We just had a conversation with him. He wants him upstairs command center for more questions. Are you sure? Are you questioning him? Is that what I'm hearing? I am questioning you. I am just following orders. The female looks at you and and um says, states your names and rank. Right. Oh boy. <laughs> because eyes do not recognize you. Maybe you don't, but you wouldn't question those that come straight from the darkness. She does look at you and and begins to to smile. Knows I would not, but seeing as I am second in command, I knows all here. You may know all here, but you don't know all his connection. He keeps things close to the chest. You questioning it's not gonna look good for your future. You know what they say about him. There's still bodies out there in space floating around. Shows me the papers work and you can have paper. <sighs> Paperwork. I hate it too, but it is my head on the line. It's gonna be more than just your head on the line if you keep him waiting by keeping us waiting. If you feel, if you'd like, I could contact him for you, but as you know, he does not like to lower himself to uh, such degrees and repeat himself several times. So, would you like to take the chance, or would you like to move this along? She, she smiles and you see rows of extremely sharp teeth. Uh, think like a shark's teeth. Very sharp and, you know, very, very pointy, very ouchy, in other words. Um, <laughs> and roll me a perception check. Um, uh, Kane, roll me one for, uh, okay. Peter as well. Uh, Peter got a 15. Okay. Plus whatever. I'm looking at my plus one because I haven't created Peter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. A plus one for him. Uh, we'll let him go. Here? We'll let him go. Even I do need to create him though. Okay. I what okay. did um 
What does Zane get? Uh, I got a plus two. I have a seven. You all notice, you both notice, um, yeah, I say you both, like I am not Peter. Um, <laughs> Peter and uh, Zane notice that um, this uh, female, and I can't remember the name of her species, um, makes a little hand motion, and you both notice that the guards immediately drop their hands of Sabak. Uh, I noticed and, this. And I'd be like, I'd be careful what you do next. You would not want to get his ire. This is true, but you made one big mistake. Uh, I'm going to be like, and what is that? And at the same time, I need to use a force whisper, whisper for Kane to get ready and Pe- peter's looking kind of confused as well and and a bit nervous as um his hand goes to his not going to grab his blaster but <laughs> you know that he is um moving his hand closer to it trying to be um surreptitious i believe yeah, okay. is, is quite the big word that i like i like to use big words makes me seem smarter uh, <laughs> can i uh can i ready an action yes yeah, whenever I see her attack or, or Zane attack, um, I will use my reaction to lunge out and strike. Okay. Uh, just remind me of that whenever it comes. Yep. Um, you, uh, you all notice them, you know, her, they're, they're, all of their hands going towards their blasters now. She's, and you asked what was the big mistake, correct? Yes. <clears throat> okay. She looks at you and has that smile and... You see her licking her lips and her teeth at the same time. Uh, the big mistake. And she does a, like a deep throat like laugh and it sounds kind of wet. Um, is that he who must not be named does not stay here. The ones in the upper areas is that pampered one named Lee. I never said he was here, you idiot. No wonder you're only second man on this dump. She looks around. It is a dump, but... And are you in the room or just outside the room in the alcove? I would say we probably... Like, I'm stepped in, but Peter's probably kind of still... Like, I positioned myself where I'm kind of in front of Peter, but a little to the side, so he can be seen, but I'm kind of obscuring Like you're in command, okay. Yeah. Um, and the other two of you, um, along with Gurker, are hidden, correct? Yep. Okay. Hidden outside the door, yeah. Okay. Um, roll me perception check. Okay. Uh, you, you see this, 15. um, 15, okay. Nat uh, 20 plus 2. Okay. 20, 23. All right. Um, you all feel a vibration, and Zane sees her motion, and a door begins to close to cut off Peter and the rest of you from this room. And you are just hidden, and you notice a door shutting to cut off the alcove as well. A door that was previously hidden. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's basically making like an like an airlock, an antechamber. Yep. Okay, I just want to make sure that I was explaining this. Um, yeah, like one behind way. us, one in front of us. Yes, yeah. Right. Can we uh, try to jump? I, I would like to jump in with them. Okay, um, yeah. that's fine if y'all want to do that. 
Um, uh, same here. Uh, so roll me a and um. That would be a acrobatics. For acrobatics. Acrobatics. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all need some really crappy rolls because it's a good idea on my end. Uh, Seventeen. Fifteen. Okay. Um, y'all succeed, unfortunately for me. All right. And <laughs> manage to roll into the room. And I know um, Kane has a action readied. Would you like to use it now or wait I, until? I would. I think uh, she she's onto us. So I'm going to use my reaction to launch out with my. I will activate my lightsaber and strike out. I um roll me an attack roll. Seventeen plus six, so twenty three. Yeah, that that's that's gonna that's gonna hit. And I would yeah. like to. Do I have to uh, use an action to repair this, or can I do it? I'm not really up on this, but uh, uh, honing rockets, which is a first level tech thing. Mm-hmm. Can I? Can I just do that already? Can I? Do I have to prepare it? Um, is, you would have to prepare that like to ready that ready that action. Okay. Um, but uh, you and um, Kane. We'll get mm-hmm. surprised because they did not know that you both were outside of the door. Right. Um, so you and Kane will be able to go first, and then um, everybody else will be able to go. I will gotcha. now ask y'all to do something very important, mm-hmm. and that is roll for initiative. <laughs> okay, I got uh, 23 to hit with 8 energy damage as uh, I come in, uh, and I'm going to... Uh, 20 initiative. Uh, give me just a second. Let me get to this gotcha. area. Guys, stop me from being too much of a noob. That's a d20 plus dex, right? Correct. Yes. Alright. Okay, there it is. Okay. Good thing is, I finally found a sheet that I can use. This is true. My stuff's a little more organized now. <laughs> now I just have to go hunting around the sheet to find four. Yeah, that... Okay, um... Mm-hmm. Kane, what did you get for initiative? 19. 19. Um, and Moodoo, you had a 20. 20. It'd help if I hit the right keys. And um, Zane, what did you get? I also got a 20. Alright. Um, would y'all like just to say who goes first, or would you like to go by, I think the official rules is you check your decks? Uh, Moodoo can go. Okay. Alright, cool. Then uh-huh. I'm going to use uh, Honing Rockets which is three rockets that do 1d4 plus one fire each. And I'm going to use one rocket on each of the three pirates that we're playing. Mm-hmm. And um, you guys got to hold my hand for this. So I got to roll and then use my tech attack modifier. Is that right? Um, Give me just uh, repeat that for me one more time. I All think right, it, so- it sounds like magic missile to me. It, it does uh, sound like magic. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, so I believe you, you're going to roll a d20 and add your attack modifier to, right. to each one. I believe there's three different rolls mm. since you're doing three different rockets uh, and okay. see which one's hit. Alright, so roll one, two, oh no, plus, plus. four. Oh boy. Okay, so, so you got two more. Yeah, so I guess that misses. Second roll, seven plus four is thirteen. I'll Third take roll a and drink. is eleven plus four, fifteen. So that right. was uh, 15. Does it stay 15. on the thing um, that you have to roll for each one? Because, like, magic missile, you, it just hits, but yeah, it, sometimes you have to roll. 
it yeah. auto hits, but I'm not sure about the uh, tech right. powers because I'm looking at uh, force powers. <laughs> That's my small right. list. Right. Okay. You, you know, let me just uh, yes. find that on here. It should say on there if it auto hits or if you have to roll to right. hit for each one. Should have prepared this ahead of time, I guess. Uh, you rockets. Each explosive hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range. Oh, okay. Oh, then there you go. Auto hits. Oh, that's great then. So they automatically hit then. Okay. Oh, and it's one d four plus one. Yep. Of damage. Okay. That, I, I thought it sounded like magic <laughs> missile to me. Yeah. Um, All right. So, uh, nice. Let's do that then. Who are you going after? I'm I'm going for three pirates that were uh, uh, playing uh, at the table. Ah. Uh, okay. And the first one takes one plus one fire. Second one takes one plus one fire. Third one takes four plus one fire. Give me just a second. I'm, right. I'm trying to get down there to it. Mine keeps wanting to bounce on me. There we go. Alright. So, how much damage on the first one? Uh, two total. And another right. two. And then four. Uh, five, sorry. That's a lot of numbers. <laughs> yeah, it is. It don't help when Jaws wants to bounce around everywhere. Alright. <laughs> um, and... Kane, your ready to action that you did? Uh, it did eight energy damage. Who are you going after? Uh, the lady. The lady. And it automatically hits, correct? Uh, I rolled a 23 to hit. Okay, okay. Yes. Alright, so now that. And now Zane, um, we go back to, uh, it's your turn since they had a surprise attack. Um, hold on a second. No, no, I apologize. That was uh, their surprise round. So, yeah, now it is back to the top of the round. And, Moodle, you get a, another attack. Alrighty. It's been a while yeah. since I've done surprise rounds. Right. Um, I would like to use... And I'm going to have to um, look this over. Because uh, I want to use Ranger's Quarry, which is this fun thing that, if I can find it, Allows me to tag an enemy mm -hmm. for X damage. I kind of sounds like favorite. Uh, that would, uh, once per turn, when you hit the target with a weapon attack, you can deal one d4 additional damage to it, the same oh, yeah. type as the weapon's damage. There we go. Mm -hmm. And you have advantage on any wisdom. Yeah, sounds like you're smart. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want to yeah. do yeah, that's that one. on our boss lady. Okay. And I want to use Tranquilizer, which is another... No, you can't do it. No? <laughs> no, I'm just he's kidding. Just, he's just trolling. All right. Did, do, you, do you feel like that's overpowered? <laughs> nah. Because <laughs> it actually is crazy overpowered. Uh, give me that take powers. Some of them are. I think it auto -hit. And if it does, this is going to be a quick fight. Uh, oh. e Yeah. You send, you emit a tranquilizing dart that knocks a creature unconscious. Roll 5d8. If the creature's remaining hit points are less than the total, the creature falls unconscious until the power ends. <laughs> it's it's sweet. Sleep. Yep. Yep. Sweet, yep. yep. <laughs> okay. So uh, one, two, three, four. No, this. Yeah, we don't roll d20s because I will roll d100. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's total 15. Of, uh huh. Uh, of hit on uh, on that, and that would be uh, she'll fall unconscious if this uh, takes up enough of her um, enough of her of her uh, hit points plus a D4 for Ranger's Quarry, mm -hmm. which is 
a three, so that's 18. Does that knock her up? Describe to us the shot. Alrighty. Uh, so, uh, after a, uh, a very, uh, spectacular flurry of, uh, of small rockets going out of Mudu's wrist pad, uh, like any self-respecting action hero, he looks away from the explosion, um, turns his sights on, on, on the new target, on the, on the second in command, uh, quickly taps his wrist pad to switch the tranquilizer, narrows his gaze, shoots it out, it flies through the air, making a, a wisping noise, sort of a and it hits her on the neck, and now she, well, uh, you tell me, either instantly collapses to the ground or gets very irritated. <laughs> she pulls the dart out. Oh, no sleepy for me, but death for you. Oh no. <laughs> and with that, we now go to, uh, let's see. Zane, it is your turn. I am to ready my saber, but I am to force cast. Uh, this is an at will called Turbulent. I can choose a creature or two creatures that are within five feet of each other, mm -hmm. and they must succeed on a deck save or take 1d6 force damage. Ah, and I'm me... going to go for two of the the three goons. Let me get to, to my dice roller. I oh, rolled the wrong dice. I, you're going after two of them, correct? Yes. I, I'm going to just go like um, how I have them listed here, Ruffian 1 and Ruffian 2. I'm just going to roll a straight D20 because I don't know their decks off the top of my head. The first one rolled a 17. Does That's that pass. Okay. That beats uh, my force DC. And the second one gets a six. So I know that that obviously fails that because fails. he is he is puny. <laughs> uh, so he takes one D6 force damage. That's five points of force damage. Here's the part that I hate. Uh, you said five points? Yes. Um, And naming him Ruffian 2 because they're so intelligent whenever they give names out in this group. Um... He is now bloodied. And that was Zane's turn. And Kane. Since everybody's going to get to go before any of these people take any actions. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, we, did we roll for Peter? Um, no, I right. did not. Um, somebody roll me a d20 for him really quick. I did roll for Gurker, but I did forget for Peter. I got a 20 for Peter. <laughs> nice. Gosh. I, um... Kane, I will let you go first, then I will go with Peter. Okay, sounds good. So, Kane is going to uh, hold his lightsaber in both hands and activate the other side of his lightsaber so the double saber is out, and he's going to make a strike at the woman. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't know if that'll hit. It's a six. Um, no. I'm, I'm sorry, five <laughs> plus six, 11. No. Yeah, so um, I'm going to use this. out of the way. As she dodges out of the way, I'm going to use this duelist style. It says, you are skilled with the art of fighting with a single weapon. Let's see. I, lo I love the duelist. Oh, man. Oh, they're so awesome. When you miss uh, with a weapon attack on one of your turns, you can use your bonus action to repeat the attack against the same target. Mm. Let's try again. Cool. Okay, there we go. 19 plus 6. That's 25. That still misses. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. that does. That hits. 
And since I am a Jedi, I'm, I'm force empowered. I'm part of the Sentinel thing. I can use one of my force points to do a double strike. So I can do another D4 damage on top of my D8. Okay. So that's... You keep up with the math and tell me how much damage. Yep. 16 <laughs> energy damage. Ooh. And so I pretty much, so I lunge at her and she like misses my main strike, but it's a double saver. And I bring out the, uh, like the bottom part and I strike at her midsection. What? Damn you, Jedi's. <laughs> That's um, let's see. It's probably y'all are going to kill all of these before they even get a chance to do anything. Um, let's see what Peter rolls to attack. Uh, only because I want to get the roll here, you know, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> go, go ahead. Uh, and I'm going to say that if fifteen, that will he will get he will get to hit one of them, and it's a D six plus because the 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 DM or the JM he likes to roll every once in a while, so that would be six damage. Um, and that <laughs> I told y'all. It kills one of them. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah, don't kill them. Um, I can, uh, uh, This is not the time, Kane. <laughs> and... Okay, it's now Ruffian 1's uh, chance. And he's going to roll to attack. Uh, he's going to go after um, Kane, seeing him attack his uh, leader. Getting a, uh, I'm doing the math. Hold on. Uh, nine to hit. I use my lightsaber to block the attack as it misses. I, um, he was, of course, using his pistol. So that misses. Um, and now it's rough. They all rolled like, he rolled high. He got that, his was the highest. He had an 18. Everyone, the other ones rolled low. But seeing as y'all all rolled high, it's like, boom, they're all going right back to back to back. Uh, and Ruffian number three aims his blaster pistol at the minuscule Moodoo, getting a 15 to hit. Uh, that misses out of the way and goes like, Well, what you thought that was going to get me, eh? <laughs> uh, and I'm assuming that's going to be our French-Canadian accent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I can't do that. No, please no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ooh. I will hurriedly slap the voice box to try to do something else. <laughs> and now it's going to be the voice of an old lady. <laughs> oh, now, that's the Yes. Gurker gets to go now, and he is going to swing his axe, getting... Where is his plus two? That'll be a 15. Nope. That'll be a 14. So that will hit. Uh, somebody roll me a D10. Okay. Nine. Nine? Nine. Nine. Okay. He, (laughs) he, um, he swings his axe at, uh, ruffian number, um, number one. And, um, would y'all have told him you want them dead or you want them alive? Kane would have said he wanted them alive, especially when I yelled at Peter, like, oh, kill them. Right, and, and he, he knows I want them, uh, you know, at least in one whole entire piece. <laughs> okay, um, so he's he's swinging his axe as he yells in a wookie rage, although he is not raging. 
Um, and you all see the blade heading towards the guy's neck. No. Uh, at the last possible instant, he turns the axe and slams it upside the guy's head, knocking him in a flip over and over, but he is unconscious. Oh, I sigh in relief. And now it is uh, the woman's turn, and she will, let's see, roll to hit um, Kane, obviously, because he is right there at her. Getting, getting an... 20 to hit. That will hit. I will use my reaction to cast Disperse Force. Uh, is that the half damage or is that no damage? Yeah, I'm half, half damage. damage. Yep, and I'm resistant uh, to it. And I get temporary hit points to try to absorb it. Uh, it is my favorite. <laughs> you wasted it. She only like, shot you with four. So it would be... Two? Two, yeah. Oh, I could have just taken that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that is. Oh, let me make sure that. Yeah, yeah. So now we go back to the top of the round with uh, Mudu. Let me. I want to make sure I'm telling you this right. I'm going over it again. He's out. You have uh, ruffian number three who is still up, right. and um, the leader of this band. Uh, but before we get there, everyone roll me perception. And do it while you're in battle, so um, it will be with a disadvantage. Oof, four. Four? I got a four and a nat 20. Completely well. Oh, yep. 17 with disadvantage. <clears throat> 17. Six, okay. 16. Um, the two of you notice that there are more people filing into the room. Oh no! There, get to him. All right. Um. So she took a a serious hit last time. Last oh time, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. I mean, I'm gonna shout that out like, "Oh, there's more! There's more coming!" Right. Uh, I I guess I'm I might still be uh be distracted. I'm just I'm just putting them into the initiative. Did we see where they came from? Since like the doors got closed. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're coming from a side room that is uh, attached to this room yeah uh it is kind of you know even though y'all haven't looked for it mm -hmm. um it's kind of like a um i'm trying to think of the word it's not really like a bunk room um it's, it's more like, like yeah 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 um i mean and granted y'all did not have a chance to look so let's see um but yes, with, with your perceptions, you would have seen where they were coming from. And it's like a, like you said, like a little cubby, little alcove area that is in this room. And uh, really quickly, you would have realized that it could be from the room that was next to this that y'all had locked. Like the best way I can think to describe it is kind of like hotel rooms, how they connect with that connecting door. You know how you can go into the room from the room door, but then when the two rooms connect, there's that door in the middle. That's gonna yeah. be a, a whole mess of could be. Could be. Right, so, so if I'm still mostly unaware of this, um... oh, we lost somebody. Still hear music. So let me see if I. I bet it, it's probably Lobo. Uh, yep. yep, it's Lobo. Lobo. I look around in astonishment as the Jedi eclipses himself from existence. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it happens. I know he will be back momentarily. Uh, give me a chance to get all this situated. Uh, 
Let me do that. Discord is crazy. This Discord might have crashed. Uh, we've all took our potty breaks during the middle of battle. We have uh, been able to pee on ourselves due to the fact that battle is so intense. Uh, so with that, um, two ruffians have just joined the battle. And um, as always, they are going to get their surprise attack. Mostly because I'm a devious DM and I enjoy <laughs> making all of my players suffer. Uh, ruffian number five will roll. Getting a 15 to hit Zane. No, no. Uh, battle armor still affected. Alright. Um, so the uh, shot bounces off of the armor. And ruffian number 6 will attack Gurker. Uh, getting a 8. Is it a 8 or is it an 8? Yeah, an 8 to hit. <laughs> um, he gets 8. How about that? Um, <laughs> so it... um passes by Gurker's head, whose head turns and snaps towards the, the ruffian, and uh, Gurker is now extremely upset, although he is still yet to go into a battle rage. And with that, we go back to the top of the round, and Moodoo, although Jaws says Mewdoo, um, Moodoo, <laughs> it is your turn. Alrighty, uh, so I'm, I'm going to try the tranquil. <laughs> Right. And, and I rolled uh, 5d8 for a total of 15, and I'm gonna look at her and go, Lady, I thought I told you it was past your bedtime! You are being very, very fussy! Uh, <laughs> and I hit the the, uh, the wrist pad again and uh, and fire off another tranquilizer dart. And you got a, you got 15? 15. Alright. She is unconscious. Nice! Awesome. Uh, okay. Right. You do know that all it takes, though, is a, an action of the goons to wake her up. So you would have to prevent one of them from getting to her. Uh, right. My hope is that this, you know, you you, you, you cut off the head, right? <laughs> um, Zane. Uh, oh, I'm Moody, is there anything else you wish to... Um, 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 is there anything that I can to, uh... Intimidate all the other guys, do you think? Um, you can, uh, yell at them in your granny voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair enough. <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll look at all the goons uh, and say, uh, Did you hear that? It's past your bedtime! <laughs> Very intimidating. <laughs> um, you, you all notice that Gurger kind of 
shrinks in on himself like yeah it is oh. <laughs> um, Zane it is your turn okay uh Zane is going huh. yeah, let's go with that one Zane is going to pull pull his lightsaber for the first time uh, he is going to use force and beauty uh mm. which is basically a shit lately ah uh, uh, I've never so got to use that. So, uh, basically, it turns my weapon to an enhanced weapon, and I get to use my main modifier and strength uh, for okay. the attack and damage. Okie dokie. And since that is my... That takes a... That lasts for a minute. Oh, that's, that's a bonus hot. action. That's a bonus action. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, and then I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go for one of the ones that came out the side door. Uh-huh. So, I'm going to... Okay. Um, Ruffian 5 and Ruffian 6 are two that came out of the door. Alright, okay, I'm going to go for Ruffian 6, just because. <laughs> and my force, my main modifier is Charisma, which gives me a plus 4. Team plus 5. I to save get back to my sheet because I'm switching over to different parts. Who knows how you know? crazy it is? Like something like that lasts for a minute, and that's an entire battle. But yet the <laughs> battle takes like two, three hours. You know. One d six plus four now instead of three. Mm, get back my dice. Six. Uh, that's seven points towards number six. Huh? You have bloodied uh, Ruffian number six. Let's see there. Peter, um, Kane, you mind rolling for Peter? So I can stay on this one page. Uh, he's going to go after Ruffian number, um, <laughs> five. He got a two plus whatever. Um, he, like, almost shoots himself in the foot. Oh! Nah, <laughs> he, uh, he, he goes to aim, but, um, Ruffian number five, uh, is dodging out of the way of we'll say, um, Zane's attack, allowing his partner to get hit instead. Um, <laughs> and now it will be, uh, Kane, it is your turn. Okay, I'd like to run up to one of the guys that looks bloodied. Alright, uh, that'll be roughly number six. Okay, I run up to him and I attack him with my lightsaber. Ugh, only getting a nine to hit. That will miss. I'll go ahead and use my duelist style to flip the other side of my lightsaber. Alright. Not getting much better, but a 13 to hit. That will miss. <laughs> this um, guy is just very dodgy. You know? I will say they're very dodgy, and the bolt <laughs> that, uh, or the pistol shot that, um, Peter shot is, like, bouncing around. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Ruffian number five will send off a shot towards, uh, towards Mudu. Ooh, I don't need to roll a D100. That would not be fair to you all. <laughs> Getting a 14 to hit. Uh, that'll miss. That'll miss, okay. Um, Ruffin number six uh, will fire off a pistol shot at Zane. Getting a 99. No, not a 99. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Getting a 14 to hit. Um, would he be at disadvantage because I'm right in his face um yeah i mean i mean uh, that, that, that arguably he would be at an advantage because he doesn't 
just really have to aim at that piece. Yeah, this is true. Uh, that was a 15. <laughs> this would be a 10, so I know that will miss. Let's I mean, I know when it comes to, like, the stuff is different, because you think, because you're point-blank shooting, but right. still, still a range. Right. <laughs> um, let's see, right here, number three, uh, shoots at Gurker, getting a, hold on, uh, I hate when it does that. Give me just a second, I think the website's locked up again. Oh, boy. Me, the way I do it, if, uh, if it rolls, like, say an 8, and then I hit the roll again, and it's an 8 again, the odds of that happening are extremely rare, especially on the D20. I mean, I rolled three 18s in a row last night playing it in the game. <laughs> I've rolled, um, like, three 6s in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that's ominous. <laughs> okay, so that's a 6. That will miss Gurker. The uh, bolt goes wide of Gurker. And now it is Gurker's turn, and he will swing his tech axe at um, the guard who is rushing in. And um, Mudu, roll me a d20 for for Gurker's gotcha. attack. And that is going to be 12. And yeah, I did his wrong a while ago. He still would have hit, um, but I wasn't adding in everything. And that'll be... And you said 12 plus yep. 5, that's 17, mm. that will hit, good. Um, and roll a d10, please, somebody. 10. 10. Ooh, nice. 10. <laughs> um, he swings again, and Kane, you see that the blade appears like it is going to slice right through Ruffian number 6's neck. I'll take care with him. <laughs> um, he smirks at the last instant, turning the blade up and mm. smashing this one upside the head, sending them slamming into uh, the force field. I guess that's better than the alternative. Um, and now it is... Let's see, she is unconscious. So we go back to the top of the round with Mudu. It is your turn. There is one roughing left. And just one. Just one. Just one. Unless I... Why don't I do the rockets again? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, 20 other ruffians come out of the room. <laughs> um, Strike that. <laughs> no, there's there's two left. There's two left. I miscounted whenever I was scrolling up. Yeah. All right. And how, how do these guys look? Um, One is fully healthy, although he cannot hit the broad side of a barn with a laser cannon. And the other one is bloodied. Um, although they are still fighting off as well. Alright. Uh, hum, 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 hum. Alright. Then, um, then yeah, why not? I'm gonna use... No, but that'll, that'll definitely kill them. Uh, mm. Usually, um, whenever it, something will kill them, you have the choice to knock them unconscious. I will allow you to knock them unconscious. You will? Yes. Even if it's a fiery explosion? Mm. You yeah, can I say non-lethal. Yeah. All right. Okay. In that case, I'm gonna use the, the honing rockets again. Uh, two on the first guy who has more health, mm -hmm. and one on the other guy. Okay. And that's three d four. So that's two plus one plus one plus one. Five. So five on the first guy, and three plus one. So four on the second guy. 
You said how many? Six? What was that? Uh, five on the first guy and mm -hmm. five on the second guy. No, four on the second guy. Okay. Usually it's well, only um, non-lethal and like melee attacks and like spells and range usually are, you can't do it, but I'm definitely I mean, okay is, with that, it. That would make sense to me. I'm just, yeah. you know, whatever <laughs> guys, uh, you know. Kane yeah, definitely I mean, likes the other option. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm... Uh, I mean, if you gotta take him out, take him out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can go with that. Um, <laughs> I would, yeah. I would like to hit both guys. I just don't want to kill them. So if if this will <laughs> let me hit both guys and not kill them, and give us the bonus of spectacular explosions and fire, well, that's just great. <laughs> I mean, but it is fires and explosions, right? Um, well. <laughs> well, they are still alive. They are not in the best shape, but they are still alive. Okay. Um, but, um, uh, Kane, you're right. I had forgotten that it was in melee. Uh, yeah, yeah. No problem. Right. Uh, and that's why I like having people that are, like, more knowledgeable than me, because it's right. like, yeah. Like, you know. any anytime anything comes up, you guys assume I have no idea what I'm talking about, because I... Oh, yeah, we figured that out first. Right. Uh, Zane, it is now your turn. So there's still two up. Uh, I guess I would still I would be next to number five. Roughly. Yes, yes. And that's um, just an easier way to to name them like Ruffian Five. Because I mean, who's really gonna know their names? Oh, his name's Jim Bobber. No, I didn't name his name's Steve. Okay, well I'm going to hit uh, Saber number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sixteen to hit. That will hit. So that's seven non-lethal with my Saber. He is extremely bloody. Uh, is there anything else you wish to do? Do what? <laughs> I said, come on, Peter, you got this. <laughs> uh, roll me an attack roll for Peter. Yes, I rolled a six. Oh, oh. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. Who, who got the six? Peter? <laughs> no, um, I, I, was, I rolled 16. Oh, okay, so anyway. Okay, um. So Peter points at the uh, ruffian number five, and uh, he says, "Prepare to meet the darkness." Um, you, you all sense like the, you, you hear his words, and you automatically are thinking the darkness. As he goes to pull the trigger, um, as he goes to pull the trigger, Kane, what do you say to Peter? Because you hear this. Oh, Peter, we gave you a second chance. Come on, give them a second chance. And he pokes him in the eye with the gun and oh. and knocks him out. <laughs> oh! And, and, he, and he turns to you and smiles like, I know. Oh, well, he might be blind, but hey. <laughs> uh, no, nah, not that hard. He's he was down to one hit point, so he like basically pushed <laughs> him over. <laughs> uh, let's see who's after. Believe I am. Kane. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I want. There's one ruffian up left. Alright, I'll run up to him. Oh my gosh, these horrible rolls. 13 to hit. <laughs> no. Try to hit him again <laughs> with my bonus action. 9 plus 6, 15 to hit. That will hit. Okay, and I'm going to spend a, uh, the force point to do my double attack. 9 damage, energy. What kind of, what kind of attack? <laughs> of course, non-lethal. Okay. Is that uh, is that just a given with Kane yeah, going to be definitely. not okay. Alright. Um 
and tell us how you uh, how you handle this. Sweet. Right. I just I run up to him and try to strike at him, but miss with my first strike, and then I spin and I um I, I just hit him. I, can you even do non-lethal with a lightsaber? That's what I was trying to figure <laughs> out. Whenever um, you know you, you had mentioned you, that, you turn it off and just hit him with the hill. <laughs> The hilt. I like trying to hit him with it. See, he's pretty hurt, and then just fist him with it, like on the forehead with the <laughs> with the Because whenever you had said you know about the yeah. melee, um, yeah. that that popped into my head, like, oh yeah, yeah. you know, because I had forgotten them. Yeah. Now what? Like, wait, this is a freaking lightsaber. Exactly. You know? it like... It's weird because it's a melee attack, but it's it's a light. And, yeah. Pretty, I guess, right? Well, they've been pretty hot, so I guess you can sort of, you know, singe a guy a little bit by swinging. I guess really so, yeah. Because <laughs> what I was saying is like pretty uncomfortable. You know, you got the sound of like, but it's more like, clunk. <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, you are all out of combat. Um. And you now have six unconscious. No, wait, yeah. Six unconscious ruffians and no way I'm doing that math wrong. Five unconscious ruffians and the one unconscious number two. A second, uh, yeah. Uh, immediately, I'm gonna be. We need to get that uh, force field down off this captive. Get him out. Let's move these bodies. I'm gonna turn the Gurkers ruffians back into that room. Him out of and lock him in. And I suggest we put number two in that force field. Yeah, how long is this gonna last, Voodoo? Uh, Sleep uh, only uh, lasts uh, four, uh, and then they get back up. Yeah, we're gonna have to tie her up. Uh, she needs to be subdued, like, right now. Absolutely. Do they have any weapons? <clears throat> um, each of the ruffians will have a... Oh, one blaster. minute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. like, right now. I'm, like, yeah, I'm gonna run tie- for her and tie her up. Because I, I, I have some uh, finding stuff. And, 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 and here, here's the thing with the whole in game, out of game time frame. Roughly right. 15 seconds per turn. No, it's six seconds per round, I believe, is how it goes. Um, I'd have to look back at the rules. So y'all have had like roughly four, five rounds. I wasn't keeping up with that. Um, so you roughly had 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Yeah. That was a long second. <laughs> exactly. A lot of stuff happened. Usually right after right after combat, if you don't immediately act on someone who's asleep, they wake up and you can go right back into combat. Right. Yes. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to run to her, uh tie her up with with my binding and uh, and I'm going to say, "Let's make sure you're you're tucked in and cozy, young lady." <laughs> and then he's going to be like, "Watch those teeth." <laughs> right. Um and it's all of a great way I could have described her teeth, like kind of like a teeth of a pariah or a piranha. Um, which might want to might want to gag her. Those, yeah. those teeth are vicious if you've ever been able to see them or ha- oh. Anyway, um, I'll tell y'all a different story about that after we quit recording. Um, <laughs> the uh, you all hear the buzz of the force field shock again and a scream of pain and and despair uh gurker mm-hmm. is carrying uh the bodies into the other room um and just just throwing them in there i mean he's not laying them yeah. down gently or anything he's like Ugh! 
and just yeah. tossing them. Let's get them in there. What would they have on them? Um, a blaster, and it is unlikely that they would have a power cell. That they would be given those upon need, because um, you all would have likely studied something along the lines, and especially Moodoo, that um, crime quote-unquote crime lords or people of this stature are always extremely fearful of an uprising, mm-hmm. so they don't give out things unless, <clears throat> excuse me, absolutely necessary. So, nothing significant on them. Uh, is there anything in that no. room that they can't run in at? So- uh, roll me a perception to see. Um, is everybody going to investigate this or just Zane? Uh, you guys take take care of that. I'm going to check in this room right quick. Okay. Just to make yeah. sure there's no other doors, exits, uh, or, and if there's anything useful. And I got a 17. Just to say, let me get to that section. Huh? Um, in here, um, we'll say that, you know, Gurker's coming in and out, and he throws the last body in. Um, there's, uh, in, in this particular room, it's kind of like a, like a little closet type area. I mean, it's bigger than that, but it's like a... A side room like for gaming tables there's uh and i don't know if these are in star wars but they're in my star wars world there's a pool table there's um <laughs> an air hockey table you know um has anybody ever played foosball yeah. oh yeah uh, okay um there's a um a foosball light table except it's like with uh spaceships you know we'll call it like space balls you know, if you've never seen that movie, uh, make sure you go rent it and watch it. It's excellent John Candy and Rick Moranis movie. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh, but like I said, uh, there's uh, gaming systems in here. Um, large TVs, hollow screens. There's pinups that um, you notice Gurker looking at. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, I'm going through here. Uh um, you find um, on a table where there was a, another kind of uh, card game, um, similar to Sabat but totally different. Uh, it, uh, you find a pile of uh, 150 credits. Ooh, take it. In a trunk, Gunker Gurker pulls out four med packs. Um, let's see. And. You you hear him scream out, and everyone else in the other room hears Gurker scream in utter joy uh, as he pulls out two um, what appears to be... Okay, I'm not condoning drinking whenever I say this, but does everybody know what a pint um, <laughs> jar or pint like of liquor comes yeah. that, that, oh, that side. Okay. Um, <laughs> he finds two of them full of a deep bluish spice and yes um and he knows this to be some of the best ever uh you see him as he pulls them out from underneath a kind of like a futon in here um Mm -hmm. and you hear him opening the lid as you turn to see him with this spice and he is pulling it up to his nose and his eyes are wild and um, and it's I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go yeah. up to him and t- touch his touch his shoulder and be like, "Big man, uh, I know you're excited. Please hold off on the good stuff." Right now. And he he growls like uh in, like he's asking you a question like, just a little. Uh, promise when we when we get done with this, you can you can take as much as you want once we're leaving. But right now, 
it's just not the right time, and you want to be able to enjoy it, right? <laughs> he, he, like, tilts his head, and then nods, and, um, goes to put the lid back on, and, um, right. and, and places it in his, uh, like, belt pouch kind of thing. Um, kind of like his, um, Batman belt, you know, with all the different <laughs> little tools in it, but his is like a spice belt. You know, he's got needles in this one, uh, flames, and uh, he is prepared, I tell you. Um, I, I walk to him, tap him on the leg, and go, uh, oh, worry, Sonny, later on we'll all have one, a nice nightcap, alrighty? And he, uh, like, you, you see him shrink back from the voice and, and like, kind of, like, hunch his shoulders and nod, and you, um, you understand him to say, Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, okay. For some strange reason, the voice reminds him of his uh, granny wook. Um, that, that is all that you find in this room. Okay, that's good. Uh, so, after that, we leave out and up that in there. Uh-huh. With a, is there like a control panel for that area? Yes. So, um, I, it, it, I, is, it is on the wall like all of the other ones are. I'd, I'd point to Kane and point to the control panel without saying anything. Yep, I, I'll go and slide my blade into it. All right. Um, and uh, uh, out here, the force field is still lit. Um, you all notice it, you know, get bright again, and you hear uh, a loud male scream as um, the male and the human male inside of it slumps against it and then bounces back up to a standing position hmm. and then just falls into the, the shocking force field again. Just utterly exhausted. Uh, shut it down, Moodoo. Shut it down. Uh, um, yeah. Moodoo, you have seen these before, um, so um, you know how to shut them off. So okay. you will be able to shut this one off with no no worries. Oh. Okay, um, I'm going to turn it off. Right. As you turn it off and... and, and you, what, you give me a second? I'm going to turn it yeah. off, but I'm going to um, tell the guys as I'm turning off. Uh, let's see. No, 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 boy! Somebody's okay now! Turn it off. Uh, um, His head on. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd be right next. Uh, I got you. Um, you can all tell that he is you know, beaten and bloodied, and I mean, there's blood crusting you know, all over his face, and... Oof. And while it is really hard to see his face, Moodoo, you, through all the blood and the wounds and, and, and all, you recognize this to be Seal o- Ordor. Um, you thought you recognized the name from before, but upon seeing um, some of his features, you recognize him to be part of the Bounties Hunter Guild and a very famous mercenary and bounter bounty hunter in his own right okay right quick i'm going to uh take him i'm going to go and like kind of lay him the table right there or either in one of the chairs but i think i would kind of like just lay him on the table and let him lay down yeah i want to give him some medicine check like help him if he's got any uh, serious and, really stuff. and what i want to do is i want to i want to grab number two the lady and i want to grab her and lift her up and take her over to the force field and sit her in it and mood it, turn it on wait stop <laughs> <laughs> while she's sitting so <laughs> if, if that's the case then i'll, I'll uh, go ahead and uh, and turn it on and say um time for you young lady you've been misbehaving terribly 
<laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. And now she's time. she's back in she's now in that force field. And she's she's probably uh, waking up. Uh, and I'm gonna turn to everybody and uh, and say um. So, but meet Silver. He's in the trade and quite successful. In fact, now given our profession, one can never be too sure if someone we meet fully a friend or fully a foe. But I have good uh, expectations. Well, I'm pretty sure he would be more thankful that we just uh, saved him from uh, pretty much dying by force field. Oh, certainly. But I do agree we should be cautious. Should we restrain him before medical aid or go look no. over Kane? No, probably not. I mean, do I, I look at his, like, where we would restrain him. Does he have, like, all these shock um, burns on him? Or? Uh, I'll try to do my best to describe this. He has um, wounds similar to like where handcuffs would have dug into his mm-hmm. wrist. Uh, he's extremely bruised. Um, there is crust of blood around his wrist as well. And there's also um, what appears to be uh, like burnt flesh around his wrist, around his ankles. And upon inspection, you also notice that there is burnt or extremely irritated skin around his neck where they have had an electric um, shock collar type thing, t- uh, device around his neck as well. Yeah, I don't... Um, you can, in other words, you can tell that he has been tortured for a number of days. Even even Zane is like, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't think... I think he's been this. through enough, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think... We just saved them. I don't think he'd do anything towards us. But that doesn't mean we should still let our guard down because we don't know this guy. But uh, we am going to do a, a check. I actually uh-huh. have force heal. One of my force powers. If I can do it to, <laughs> to, to read it. Is everybody doing okay? We, we, have, we have medicine, remember? If anybody needs it. I think this guy is going to need it. <laughs> Gurker pulls out one of the uh, pint-sized uh, vials of the blue spice and like, no, no. like yes, medicine. Zane's <laughs> <laughs> gonna like just put a hand up and just kind of lower it down, put it back. Uh, he 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 shyly and quite depressingly puts it back in his belt pouch. <laughs> uh, Actually, you know what? Why not get a J6 and uh, let him run some tests over him, uh, patch him. Kind of want to conserve my my power for the rest of our trip. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So y'all want J6 to come in there and and heal him, or I mean, yeah. uh, do a diagnostic on him? Uh, yes, both. <laughs> Diagnose uh, this and uh, see if he can get him healed up at least enough to where he. Um, I, I will ask this: Are you all sure this is what you want to do? <laughs> I don't like that. I'm, I'm uh, totally on board with the diagnostic. Allow me to remind you that J Six at right. one point in time had been quote unquote hacked. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is oh, that's right. Fantastic. We do need to keep an you know. And that uh, and that is something. And the reason I'm saying that that is something that, if this were real life, y'all would have remembered, right. you know. But seeing as it happens like on a weekly basis, <laughs> you know, <laughs> us humans forget. 
We do forget. <laughs> Even though I wrote it up. <laughs> so if you all do want him to do the diagnostic, that's fine. No. Uh, matter of fact, let's, let's keep J6 back. Um, right. I, so let me just check one thing real quick. How, uh, wait, did anybody get hit at all? We did, right? Uh, uh, I mean, I got hit. Oh, Gurkha got but no. No, no. no cuz I I rolled really crappy for them. Right. Yeah. Okay, so nobody needs medicine. We have uh three uh, uh med packs or whatever. Oh yeah. All... He did just pull out some medicine. Yeah, right. four of them. Okay. So, so you know. just use one of the med packs. Yeah. Still, still here. All right. Um and these will I'm using them like the um, hip uh, health potions from D&D 5e, of course. The way I do those, the uh, regular health packs will heal 10, which is usually 2d4 plus 2. Um, I, I just do the max on them because, you know, how would anybody like to spend, you know, 150 credit or 150 <laughs> gold on a superior healing potion and you only heal like 6 points? You know yeah. <laughs> I mean? Um... So yeah, uh, you will, uh, he will heal for for ten, and so you all be down to three health uh, med packs. All right. Uh, I think each one of us should take a med pack. Kane, okay. yep. Ludo. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So make so, sure to add that to your inventory. Gotcha. So um, uh. how do you apply this med pack? Um, it can either be a liquid like you pour down his throat, or it can be like something that you attached to his skin you know yeah. i'm curious can we to put see on his that. burns yeah i mean that's like, why i'm curious to see yeah. how, y- how y'all want to do his his med pack yeah pretty much i want like we should put this on his on his burns on his wrist and especially his neck like uh, all the severe ones yeah i'd say lay the med pack on his chest and let it let it go to work uh-huh um is that what y'all want to do uh i want to rub it on his like severe burns like okay um, like an ointment. Yeah, we'll yeah. say it, it's like a back to ointment. Then um, I was curious to see how y'all wanted to, and we and each one of them can be different. You know that that's fine. I had no problems. Um, so you all um begin to rub like the ointment or the back to on his uh most grievous of wounds. Yeah, I like that word too. Um, <laughs> and uh, his uh his eyes somewhat open. Um, although they are bloody and bruised and you know but they they do open and he goes ah, what what and take it, e- take it easy uh Silodar, was it yeah just take, take it easy you'll you'll be fine just relax you've been uh you've been through you uh, you've been through hell <laughs> um and you can tell like his voice is extremely uh raw strain from the screaming from the pain of the torture that he's obviously been through and and the shots not to mention the horrors of the uh the neck collar you know what damage it may have done mm-hmm, to right. his vocal cords so, um, so i'm gonna i'm gonna uh uh get close to him and d- d- don't don't you strain there uh, give this a try and i'm gonna uh take off the translate unit and, and get it close to him so he doesn't have to strain um, and I'm gonna turn the tables on you. Uh, As the uh, the translation module is mm-hmm. um on on his throat on his vocal mm-hmm. cords, um he he tries to look at you all. So where did you come from? Don't don't worry. We're just we're here to help. 
You may know you may know someone we're currently working with Gundar. And Sandar. Yes, I do. I work with them as well, but you have not mentioned their other brother. Oh, we only know the two. We only met the two of them, and they did not mention a third brother. Well, it's because they're not exactly ashamed of him. You see, they they do love him. He is their most younger brother. He's, he's a little different. Different how? Oh, by well, this point, uh, you probably... No, no, I'm gonna keep the, uh, the, the, the skies up, because it lasts for like an hour. Uh, um, <laughs> well, you have Gondar and Zundar, who are obviously twins, and then, and I don't know if you know it, but their, their names kind of, you know, sound alike. Really? I mean... You know, kinda. Maybe a and, little. And keep him, he's not fully in his head either, so he's like really foggy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the stuff is working, but it's gonna take a little bit of time. That and it covers up a screw up that the DM may make. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, he said, yes, you know, there's Gondar and Zundar, and then you have their parents, uh, Mundar, his mother, and then you have uh, Fundar, his father, and then their <laughs> brother, uh, and he shakes his head and like kind of winces. His name is Stan. Stan? Stan. Wow. <laughs> yes. See why they, they kind of shun him a little bit, you know? It's, it, it could not be Standar. No, it must be Stan. <laughs> and, um,. You can tell that his voice is coming back to him, so he tosses the uh, module back to um, Mudu and uh, says, uh, I-, I appreciate the use of it, but uh, it's not for me. It's okay, it's okay. And uh, he, he um, says, yeah, it's, it's Stan. Uh, but like I said, they do love him, and he's kind of the the brains behind the whole operation in a way that he's he's into a lot of the the history of things so the the what is it uh the, the analytics of uh their company hmm. uh, okay so Siltart, do you know are any of the brothers currently on this station no they're not none of them do you know uh, the last time you've seen any of the brothers because we tracked them back to here. The ship. I was the one flying the ship. You were flying Gundar's ship. Yes. Gundar hired me to be protection and to kind of and I can't um can't think of the word here. Um be kinda of like a, a a decoy. And he scratches his head and kinda of winces. It's hard for me to remember words sometimes. Uh <laughs> so you um, would so was Gundar even on his ship plane? No, not at all. He's gonna look up kind of thoughtful. It's actually kind of smart. <laughs> he uh, let's just say he got to the the place he wanted to go, and he he looks at you all. Whenever I can trust you a little bit more, I'll tell you the more stuff that I know. Well, same goes. Zane's gonna say, looking at him. He nods. Very smart. Oh. Um. Yeah. You've been here. Obviously, they've been putting you through the ringer. 
what were they trying to get from other than the Yavi? What what were they looking for? Obviously, they were trying to get to Gundam. Well, and um, he he looks at you and and looks to to Gurker. He he's met Gurker before, and um, while he hasn't met any of the rest of you, he said, "So, which one?" hired you obviously not stan not stan we haven't had the pleasure but we mainly talked to gundar gundar was also a deep one we yeah, there was there him. and but our point, point of contact was gundar and i i saw you two using the the known weapon of it's either the jedi or the sith which one are you well now if we were sith do you think we'd be sitting here talking to you right now? Or would you be in pieces, smoking pieces? Don't worry about it, Seal Order. These are, these are the nice ones. Most of the time. Uh, and he, he will look to Gurker who nods that they are the good ones. Alright, since I can trust you, or some Gurker, but we all know he's spiced out half it. <laughs> and, he, and he mutters, you know, slowly like lower and lower as he mutters out loud. So, here's the thing. You say that Gundar and Zundar hired you both. Well, yeah. well all three of us. In, in essence, Stan did too. But tell me, and he smiles, tell me how it went down to prove that you work for them. Hmm. Why do you need to know? Why do we need to tell you even? Because what I know is of utmost importance and is something that has been looked for for time upon time for many many thought believed to be lost in in centuries past i want to do an insight check on okay <laughs> one plus oh. two <laughs> um so, you're not um, sure if he's telling the truth or not <laughs> right figures uh, Zane's going to use a force whisper to not be so loud because we still have a captain in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to use force whisper and he's going to be like, okay, listen, we're hired to help Gundar find a certain mine. You know what I mean? We were going to be security. That's why he introduced us to Gurger there. And uh, we were set to take off after they left. He, um, he, he will look to, uh, to Kane and see if he agrees with all of this. Can I hear the Force Whisper? I would assume so. Then I'll just not. Very well. And although he can't Force Whisper himself, his voice is not loud enough at the time to carry to the, to the Force Field due to the, you know, the loud humming sound. It, there's, there's several things that, that I do know. I know that it is a map to a mine that was believed to be lost years and years and so, so long ago in a galaxy far, far away. It was, man, this is killing my throat. Uh, It was lost a long time ago. Uh, It was the map that showed the entrance to the wave echo mine. A lot people believe that they had a map to the wave echo mine but yet no entrance or exit which could be turned into an entrance were ever found this map 
showed an entrance. Do you have this map with you? I do not. Then I don't think. One of the brothers has. Give me just a second. Hold on. I'm making. Uh, Gundark himself is the one who discovered what the map was when his brother Stan had run across it in a estate sale of sort. And it had very rudimentary navigational points on the map. In fact, so much so that they were so simplistic in their numbering system that the navigational computers and ships in today's time cannot accept it. It was a map that Gundark does and he scratches his head, he looks a little confused. I say does, but actually did have. It is it is my unfortunate position to say that someone calling themselves the Black Ranker uh, gained knowledge of said map and navigational coordinates and has stolen the map and is going to use it to open the mine and extract the, the prize within. And you notice him look at Gurker um, as he says the, the prize. Is there something about this prize we should know about? Again, he looks at Gurker, who is just standing there, like, not understanding everything that's going on, you know, but, but listening and, and understanding, like, hearing-wise, but not understanding, like, mentally. And Gurk and, um, Seal goes, yes, there is <clears throat> something very, uh, very special about this prize. Please, do tell. I make, like, a sound. Um, Seal looks over to Kane exactly the most precious ever to be discovered and mine and processed. Quite valuable. It, it is said to be a very rare <coughs> excuse me and rich in color. Well, this is and we're sure that Gundar has made it to this location. He is on the planet of foremost as weak. Once again, Zane's gonna look thoughtful. Very smart to have a d- again the second time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well then, gonna look up to the rest of the group. What do we do now? Our employers are not here, and that's mm. what the main thing we came for. So we have a few options. We can continue to clear out this space station, take care of Clee. Or we can pack it up from here and go find our employer. Yeah, maybe we want to ask our, our other friends some questions, eh? Oh, I haven't forgotten about that one. Where's our Where's our mindset moving forward? We still got questions for that one. She obviously has connections to uh, all Rancor. And you can all ask a question next week. Thank you for joining us for the Star Wars 5e podcast. We hope that you have enjoyed yourselves and that you have been entertained by our adventurers. Please join us next week to see what adventures they can get up to in the galaxy far, far away.